Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky, a weekly walking podcast designed to help you take steps forward in your life and your day. Happy Monday, whatever day it is for you. It is a new day, no matter what day it is. Welcome to Steps Forward with Ricky. I am your host, Ricky, and I am always excited to be here. Hopefully you're excited to be here. Hopefully you're on a walk right now because if you're not, then you're not doing it right because this is a walking podcast, obviously. So if you're new here, steps forward with Ricky, you know, the steps forward part, that's like an actual thing. We put one foot in front of the other and it's a very important part of this whole podcast. So I'll give you a minute to get your shoes on, to get going and let's, let's get moving. Episodes are usually only 20, 25 minutes, like probably only 20 minutes. So not not much of an excuse there to not get moving. Let's take a walk together. So I have been avoiding this episode all day, literally all day. I'm sure that there are things in your life that you're avoiding, but I just, I, I, I knew it would, it would be great once I, once I started talking, once I got into it, but sometimes it's just... Even when you love something, even when you know it's good for you, you just opening the door, even a little bit, just feels exhausting. Do you know what I mean? And I've been avoiding this all day. And, you know, obviously I was going to get it done because I love my podcast more than anything in the world. And I love you. And I love that you're listening to it. And I, I'm so grateful for it. So I wasn't going to fuck it up totally. But I did avoid it. And now I'm in this hotel room. And I could have been recording on the beach, but... I put it off and I put it off and I'm sharing this with you because we all avoid things in our lives, whether it's a task or a feeling or a decision or just ourselves. And this is so important for this conversation that we're going to have today about avoidance and smoking marijuana and, and what the correlation is there and, and what the correlation was for me. And then I want to take you through a typical day, what a typical day was for me when I got high. And I'm not proud of it. I'm sort of past the shame part because I know that this is so helpful for people. And I don't want you to feel ashamed. I actually want you to feel less ashamed by hearing what I have to say. And it's okay if you, if you think I'm a little crazy. I'm, I'm cool with that. As long as you don't punish yourself. I want you to see that we all have stories and we all do some crazy ass shit. And when it comes to addiction, there's a lot of levels to it. And I don't know what level I was on, but I, if there's a one through a 10, I feel like I was like a nine, like a 9.3. That's what it felt like for me. So let's just start with the topic of avoidance. I mean, everyone does things in their lives to avoid something, right? And a lot of the time, avoidance is a sign of trauma, a sign of old patterns, right? You got your stories saying you don't need to do this thing or you should get high instead or you'll do it later. And then you've got the trauma underneath the habit or the pattern and the story. And it's about really understanding what it all means and how it's connected. And for me, avoidance has always played the biggest role in my life. And when I stopped getting high, I was able to take a step back and understand what it really was. And it was a form of self-destruction, which makes sense, right? Because when you strip it all away and you're like, why am I avoiding this? Yeah, fear of failure for sure and all the other stuff. But at the end of the day, when I really stripped it away and I had no smoking and I had none of the shit that I usually use to run into a void, I was like, wow, I'm self-destructive. Why am I self-destructive? And then you break that down and you're like, ooh, lack of self-worth. 
lack of love. Lack of love for myself. It's so interesting. Everything sort of came back to this lack of love for myself, which came back to my mom dying, which was like I didn't get that love from her because she was dead. You got to trace things back to the source. You can't just stop doing something and then not trace it back. You'll never really solve it. And avoidance was a huge part of my marijuana thing too because you know every time I wanted to avoid something I didn't want to pay a, I didn't want to pay a ticket or I I didn't want to do that task or I didn't want to feel this feeling I would just get high and it did take me away for for a while I mean when I would smoke I actually felt pretty good right after I know that you could relate to that but this was the problem I would get high and then It would wear off. And I'm like, fuck, I got to get high again. And that's when it becomes an addiction. When you have to keep the high to stay high. Physically and mentally and emotionally. I was a functioning high. I mean, obviously you hear, and if you know me now, through my podcast, my Instagram stories, my TikTok, you see that I have a lot of energy. And then when I would get high, I would function, but I didn't have as much energy. So another form of self-destruction. A number of, another form of avoiding who I really am. My biggest fear in life, my biggest fear in my life was loneliness. And I was so fucking scared to be with myself that I would do anything to avoid it. Anything in the world. And the thing that I chose was to get high. When I got high, I felt less lonely. That's how it felt. It wasn't the truth. It was a temporary truth. And we know what a temporary truth is, right? Not a real truth. It's just a truth that's temporary. It made me feel powerful. Like I could, I could feel my feelings. I could think. I could, I could exist within myself for a moment in time. But that's exactly what it was. A moment in time. When I was thinking about the podcast earlier and I was like, should I just go record it? I could just do it on the beach and I could just do all these great things that I know will be good for me that I know that I want to do. And although I'm not getting high anymore, obviously, it was still a form of self-destruction. Maybe not to the level of what I did it before. And so what you realize is that you smoke the pot, you, you use the thing, and that's a form of self-destruction. Then there's something under it, and then there's something under that, and there's something under that. And then it's like, okay, so we're always going to have to be intentional and, and be aware of our of our truths or our patterns or our habits. We don't have to stay in them, right? Like, yeah, there might always be a part of me that is a little self-destructive, that likes to avoid things. I'm okay with that now because I can I can take it and I can I can fix it faster. And I'm not getting high. Right? So think about your life for a second. You don't have to be a perfectly healed person to be healed. You just have to, you have to master what happens when that shit comes up. What happens when you want to get high or you want to avoid or you take a little small step backwards? Can you get back on faster? Because that's the whole point. It's not about being perfect. It's about getting back on faster. And when I would get high, I couldn't get back on because I just kept kept wanting to get high. So it was just like on, off, on, off, on, off, just like this fucking roller coaster. And it was awful. It was absolutely awful. I want to also say, and I like to say this, it's okay if you are not ready to stop smoking. 
whatever it is in your life that you're using right now or that you're doing or that you're staying in, relationship, a job, a habit, a pattern, an addiction, I'm not here to judge you. I'm really not. I'm here to support you. I'm here to encourage you. I'm here to inspire you. I'm here to keep it real. And I also know that nobody's journey begins just because of another person. I know that there can be influence, but you have to want to take a step forward. You have to want to walk away from lead. You have to want to make your life better and not just want to, want to so much that you're going to give up the thing that you fucking love, even though it doesn't love you. We doesn't like you. Like literally, it doesn't give two shits about you. It doesn't care if you're good or you're bad. It's not your friend. It's a thing that you buy and that you use. That's it. It truly doesn't care about you, but you care a lot about it. You build your life around it. I built my life around it. And I'm not here to make you feel bad about it. I'm really not. I'm here to just share the truth. I already know that you know all this stuff. Come on. Like, I get it. <laughs> no bullshit over here. And I might be a few steps ahead of you. That's a good thing for you because you know it's possible. And then when you are ready and you're like, you know what? I get what she's fucking saying now. Sorry, I'm swearing so much. I'm trying to stop. I know it doesn't sound intelligent, so I'm going to stop swearing so much. I really have been working on it. Okay, anyways, I'm sorry. Oh, God, pissed at myself now. Okay, anyways, I don't, I don't need you to be where I'm at right now. I need you to just be around this because I know that one day when you're ready, you'll understand every single thing that I have said and I say, and you'll understand it from a different point of view, a clearer one. So don't just brush it off. Listen to what I say. Engage with it. Stick around. Your higher self knows that they, it wants more for you. It's okay if you're not ready yet. That's okay. I've been getting a lot of questions. People have been asking me, like, what, what was your routine like when you smoked? How often did you smoke? Blah, 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 blah. All this different stuff. Hold on, I got to take a sip of water. You do too. Water break. That was a really big water break. break. <laughs> and choke. And here's the thing is that people like to tell you, like, someone said to me, they're like, how did you, how did you, you must have smoked a lot for it to be an addiction. I'm like, all right, asshole. You, you don't, like, addiction is a spectrum. There are so many aspects of what an addiction is. And it's so interesting now because I think that the, the debate's coming to an end whether marijuana is addictive or not. Like, the research is there, it's addictive. Anything in your life that you plan your day around or that you feel withdrawal from or that you are thinking about 24-7 is a freaking addiction. And that was me. Let me walk you through what it was like to live in my world. And I'm not excited to share this. I'm really not. But I'm going to do it because I know you'll be able to relate. And I want you to know that you're not alone and that if I can seriously walk away from weed and I can transform my whole life and I can heal my trauma, I never thought that I would be able to I really never, ever did. Like, you can too. And so when I share this stuff with you, it's because I'm not in that place anymore, but it's also because one day you won't be. And I want you to know that, that if I can do it, you can do it. First of all, it was a serious, serious secret in my life. A serious secret. I had a boyfriend at the time. He had no idea. Like, literally no idea. I was so, I lived a double life. 
I was a life coach for 11 years. I was a motivational speaker. I was all these different things. I was always smoking pretty much on and off, pretty much on. So no one ever knew that. I was isolated a lot. But I'll give you a little like insight into my routine the last the last year of my smoking adventure. We'll call it an adventure because that's really what it was. Freaking adventure. Horrible adventure. I had a relationship. We lived together. And me and my ex-boyfriend broke up in October, but it had nothing to do with me smoking. But this is how messed up I was, or this is how addicted I was. I was living a double life. I was in a lot of pain. I'd wake up in the morning around um, 4.45, 5. That was just, it's just naturally what time my body wakes up. I know you're listening to this. You're like, this girl's out of control. Like truly out of control. I totally agree with you. And I wake up and I always felt really calm in the morning. The mornings for me have always been a super calming experience for me. The world is sleeping. I'm super creative in the morning. I don't check my phone. It's like no one can call me. No one can text me. No one can do anything. I am just there. And I didn't feel lonely in the mornings either. So that was like I could be with myself in the mornings. And it would be like five, six, seven, eight. And usually around 8.30, I would get super, started to get super anxious. 8.39. I, and like I think about it now and I share it out loud now and I'm like, oh my God, I could just like remember the feeling. I would start to get anxious around 8.30 or 9. It's like I was up a little too long now at this point and the anxiety started to kick in. So I would leave my apartment. And I would go into my car where I would keep my marijuana or I'd go to the dispensary and I'd roll a joint. I actually smoked spliffs. Not proud of that one. Didn't thought about not sharing that. But, you know, what's the point of sharing if you're not going to share the truth? So I'd smoke cigarettes essentially with my joints. And I would get high at 9 a.m. And depending on what I had to do that day, whether I had to shoot content or create things or, you know, whatever it was, I just, I built my day around it. I built my whole life around smoking. I would smoke at nine in my car and then I'd go for a walk and I'd create a video for a client on my phone and then I would smoke again at 9.45 and then I would do it again at 11, 11.30, 12, (laughs) 1. I mean, it's so fucked up. Sorry. I got high all day, all day, from 8.30 until 2.45 p.m., not just once or twice, all day, all day. I didn't have to be in an office, all day. Nobody knew. Nobody knew. That was the worst part is that I enjoyed it so much or I was when I was doing it I didn't want anyone to know because I don't want anyone to take it away from me but it got out of control I mean that's out of control maybe you can relate to that I don't know but I was smoking from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. a lot not just once or twice like on the hour every hour I don't even know if I was high. I just was like, I was something. I was so addicted to the idea, the act of whatever it was I was doing. So my days were spent alone because I was smoking all day. I was on my phone creating and I was smoking and walking. And then I'd go back to my apartment with my boyfriend at like 3 p.m. And it's like nothing ever happened. I never smoked at night. I never needed to smoke at night. It was sort of like nighttime was when the day was ending and I actually felt calm again because the day was ending. It was really, I was really restless from like, 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. I was really restless. And I wanted to avoid every part of my life. 
Smoking did that for me. It makes me sad when I think about it because, damn, I really, I mean, you, you give up so much of your time of your life for this thing. You, you build your life around it. and You can't even control it. You feel like you can't control it. And I knew that when I gave up marijuana, my whole life was going to change because your routine has to change. I mean, I spent my whole fucking, oh, sorry, <laughs> I need a muzzle. I spent my whole day getting high, literally getting high. So I knew that when I took this thing away, I was like, what am I going to do with my time? But then when I researched marijuana and I learned about dopamine and addiction, which was the first step that I did before I even quit, I like started to learn that I could do other things with my time. I could educate myself. I could tell people so I didn't have to suffer alone. It's not easy for me to share that because it, you know, I'm embarrassed kind of. I am and I'm not. It's like I'm not, you know what I mean? But it's the truth. And I know I'm not the only one. And I'm so proud of myself. I've rebuilt my whole life. I really have. I'm so great and I feel happy. And that doesn't mean I don't have bad days and things don't happen. I got plenty of things to work on. But the thing that I never thought that I'd ever be able to work on is out of my life now. And if I can do it, you can do it. And maybe you had a similar routine. Maybe it's different. Maybe for you, you smoke all night. Maybe for you, you smoke on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and you take a break on Thursdays. I don't really know what your routine is. I think the bigger question is, is like, why are you smoking? What are you avoiding? What are you escaping? And for me, it was always myself, my life. I was unstimulated. I was on a misaligned path. I felt empty forever and I thought smoking would fill me up and it just it did for a moment and then it made me it made me full of things I didn't want to be angry anxious stuck sad and when I stopped smoking in September 24th and then my relationship ended in October 10th it was like there is no escape this is it, Ricky. You're going to cry. You're going to get angry. You're going to see a therapist. You're going to walk. You're going to be honest. You're going to stop escaping yourself because the best thing in the whole world for you to do is to love yourself. If you're listening to this, stop being so mean to yourself. Every time you avoid something or you get high or whatever it is for you, you're just being so mean to yourself. And that little girl, whoever, whatever she is, that boy, girl, she needs you. You need her. You know, I you can't speed the process up. It's true. You really can't. But I promise that you can get through it. And... I know and know it's really hard. I know that you're in pain. I know. I, I get it. But learning about addiction is super helpful and learning about dopamine and how trauma and the weed and you know how that all comes together is super helpful. And then getting a therapist or getting a support group or getting something that could help you move through the emotions. 
And then realizing like the first month, it might suck. It's just a month. But you can't bypass it. That's the biggest thing that I think I realized was like, I want to heal. I want to live my potential. I want to transform my life. I want to be this motivational, creative person that I am, but I want to skip all these parts. And I'm like, okay, that does not work. So I just, I was brave enough to go in, but it took me a long time to go in. So remember, I was very brave on September 24th of 2021, but very, you know, unbrave a million times before that. But when you get sick of your own shit, you get sick of it. And I got sick of it. I wanted to live. I didn't just want to survive. I don't want to function. I want to live. You want to live. You can get through every day high. You absolutely probably can. You can get through every day staying in that relationship or that job, whatever it is for you. But do you want to just get through your days or do you want to live them? And sometimes for us to live our lives, we have to heal it first. You don't get to live your life if you're in pain all the time. Because then you're just surviving your life. This got depressing, huh? <laughs> no, come on. You know, I I just, I am taken back by all the love and by this community and just like how my life has changed so much from this horrible, shameful secret that I thought no one else was struggling with. And then here we are walking these steps together and I might be a few steps ahead of you, but you are not that far behind. And I believe in you. And if I can do it, you can do it. And we'll do it together. We really, honestly, and truly will. Okay? Okay, Ricky. Okay, great. I hope you had a great walk. I know I said less than 25 minutes, so I'm going to honor that. It's 23, 22 minutes. By the time we get off, it'll be like 23. I'm going to leave you with this. Just because you haven't stopped yet doesn't mean you won't. Just because you haven't been successful with stopping yet doesn't mean you can't. You can always, always change your life. Always. And when you are ready, you will. Keep surrounding yourself with people that inspire you. Keep priming yourself. Keep learning about the body, learning about addiction, learning about the way the world kind of all comes together when you're in a certain state of mind. Keep educating yourself. And one day you'll wake up like I did and you'll look around and you'll be like, I'm ready to do the work. I know it's going to kind of suck for a minute, but I'd rather do that work than be stuck of where I am. I love you. You got this. Hope you had a great walk. Drink some water. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me and makes me feel good if nonetheless follow me on tiktok instagram just not in real life and i love you guys and i'll see you next monday and you're great and and it's okay if you're not there yet you'll get there okay okay bye